International. Folks, welcome back to I Learned Nothing, a comedy podcast about philosophy. Uh, I'm Pat Dean. Uh, I'm a comic here in Austin, Texas. I'm joined by my dear friend, Ben Cholock. Ben, you're here to teach me a little something something about philosophy. Is that, that, that that's how the show works? I'm, I'm so confused. Patrick, the way... <laughs> Patrick. Patrick, sit down. Benjamin. The, the way this podcast works Mr. is... Mr. Cholock. You've hired me... <laughs> I don't money. like that you keep saying that I've hired you <laughs> for money. You're paying me money for <laughs> for me to teach you philosophy. Now my qualifications are I'm um, as follows. A, yes, I'm a philosophy major. I have a bachelor's in philosophy at Princeton University, which is the same institution of higher learning that uh, uh, Carlton Banks went to. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Danced his way just he transferred to princeton which i don't think you can actually do in real life right no you can transfer to princeton i, think. I thought someone I told know. me that you're, you're like not allowed to did he wait did he transfer yeah he didn't get into princeton initially really i didn't yeah know and then i believe the series finale was him transferring to princeton university so he's the the fresh princeton of bel-air yeah, you're better than him <laughs> you yeah, got it right right on the first try yeah man yeah bitch bitch fuck you hey carlton hey carlton bitch, bitch. um <laughs> Anyway, my name is Ben. Uh, I'm here to teach you some philosophy. You pick the topic. Uh, I have about 45 minutes to explain it to you. Yes. And uh, this time you picked, of all fucking people. One, uh, one of your favorites. I've my favorite. Told. I your love, favorite philosopher. I love her so much. Uh, Ms. Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand, yes. We're going to talk about some, some, uh, some egoism, some capitalism, some cuckism. Cuckism? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm all in now. Yeah. Um, so. Here, well, here's my, my thing about her. The reason I picked her and you initially said no. Yeah. You said you Flat out texted no. You just said you didn't want to discuss her. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, just, hey, how about this topic? No. Mm-hmm. But, th- but the show is me picking it and you. Yeah, but no. it has to be, you have to pick uh, philosophers or a topic in philosophy. She's a um, philosopher, mm-hmm. right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Why do you want to learn about her? Because everybody seems to hate her. A lot of people do. Yeah, but a lot of people seem to love her. It's weird. A lot of people do. And so I'll, I'll, all I know about this lady is that she's some lady. She wrote these books. Um, the Fountainhead, yeah, I believe. And then <laughs> she was, wrote the shit out of some books. Atlas Shrugged. Well, those are the only two that I know about her. I've never read them, uh-huh. uh, but I know that Atlas Shrugged was Why made. Why would you ever read them? Well, yeah, I, I, I got They're important stuff to They're over a thousand pages each. <clears throat> oh, are they? Yeah. No, yeah, I'm not going to read that. Um yeah, I just I she's one of these people that's that, that's very famous, but I don't know what her deal is. Yeah, but you do. You have all the answers. I do. Um, I have all the answers, and here's one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here's one single yeah. answer. So, well, no, we'll get into like how, like, why she's so influential. She's very yeah. influential. 
Who was she? Exactly. Uh, all right. Let's start with the bio. Because uh, <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know anything. You don't about know her. anything about her. No. Why I did just you hear about her. Like how? Because she's famous. Hear? That's it. Just it's like generally? Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't know what the fucker does, but he's famous. Um. No, he was in that Canadian TV show. <laughs> yeah, he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, he was born in a wheelchair. <laughs> and that was a popular rapper. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. yeah it was him. All right. Um, so Ayn Rand um, was born in Russia in 1905. She was born in St. Petersburg. Um, her last name is Rosenbaum. So she was Jewish. Uh, As are you, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Um, And she was also kind of. I said that quickly, (laughs) just in case people didn't realize it. And they were like, you just started talking about Jewish people. And then they'd be like, whoa, Ben's getting a little (laughs) weird. What do you mean? (laughs) I just, you know. Like I didn't have to mention she was Jewish? No, no, no. Just for later on. In case you start saying some Jewy things, oh, <laughs> you know we're. I should have. We should have a trigger warning, Jewy. <laughs> the, way you, the way you like to do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, After you know, a those few people beers. are. Anyway, um, those people. <laughs> you just said those people. <laughs> okay, um, your people, Rose, my people, uh, some of my people. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so okay, so she was born in St. Petersburg in 1905. Um, she. Uh, her family was um, a pretty like well-to-do like middle-class family. Um, <laughs> her uh, her father was a pharmacist and ended up owning like his own pharmacy and like owned the building that it was in too. And that's kind of that's that's going to come up later. Okay. Okay. Um, she uh, was you know doing her right, doing her thing, uh, doing her thing uh-huh, until uh, the Bolsheviks took over in 1917. Oh yes. Um, and they. Uh, kind of fucked with like people who are well to do and you know in the upper middle class like comfortable you know okay um and that included her parents basically she they confiscated his her dad's pharmacy and they were sort of like on the outs um and um you know they didn't have like a great uh go of it um they had it so good for a minute yeah yeah they were doing pretty well and And the bolsheviks especially for jews too like that wasn't a, a thing in the well. It, well, in Russia, in Imperial Russia, they they hated those motherfuckers. Really? Yeah. Um, you should have lived there. Yeah, <laughs> that's where that's you guys would have got along. Got out, yeah. <laughs> you would have showed up and like, oh, you don't like them either. Nah, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> me so, and Ayn Rand probably would have been homies. No, actually not. <laughs> so, um, so they like they they confiscated all their stuff and kind of yeah, ruined their they, life. They, you know, they're they're communists, so they believed in the uh, distribution of property. And that included taking rich people's shit and giving it to the poor. Although they didn't really do that. They they took rich people's shit and then they kind of kept it and didn't really give it oh, to the really? poor. Oh, really? Which is why the Bolsheviks are kind of assholes. Huh. Um, like, if they actually gave it to the poor or whatever, distributed in a, in a good way, that would have been cool. But and, if, no. and if they had single payer? If they had single payer, well... I don't, I don't even know, know what that they, is, but everyone keeps talking about it. Now I don't like it. <laughs> and I guar- just don't like things that everyone talks about. I guarantee you... It, it'll probably help me, but I don't like it. Just because... It absolutely will. Actually, well, you, you really should be campaigning for... Oh, because of my diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> like, it would really well, benefit you. Well, maybe. Maybe if you guys are all stop fucking talking about it all the time. Twitter.com. Oh, okay. I'll send the message out. Hey, everyone, yeah. let's kind of calm down on single payer, hey, right? you guys are getting on Pat's, Pat's nerve. Yeah, Pat's getting turned off here. He's annoyed. <laughs> He's getting annoyed. <laughs> 
Um, so they came in. They ruined everything. They ruined everything. These, um, oh, yeah. So she was a teenager at the time. So they really ruined everything. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, ah, this sucks. I yeah, she already this. was like, this sucks. And they took it away. And she was like, but this sucks even more. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was, uh, she was kind of pretty, she was, she was very intelligent. She, um, like, uh, did really well in school. She's like started writing fiction at an early age. Um, and eventually she, uh, managed to visit, uh, the United States, uh, where she saw, <laughs> she, when she went, uh, when she, I think in 1926 is when she got to the United States Okay, and she landed in New York. And in like one of her autobiographies or something, uh, she she wrote that when she saw the Manhattan skyline, she cried tears of splendor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> tears of splendor. <laughs> Dramatic bitch. Like, all right, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, you might be you might be right about this lady. So yeah, and so um, tears of splendor. Yeah, she was really interested in in like uh, uh, drama and movies. Like, so movies was like a new thing right at that time, right? Like the early. 20th century so uh she really wanted to be a screenwriter uh so she traveled to hollywood and holly weird holly weird and she like that's what i call it uh somehow met uh cecil b demille uh who's like the, <laughs> that's so what the, yeah <laughs> he was, yeah the guy who directed the ten commandments this is not what i was expecting at all yeah yeah and so she got like a job um like I think she was an extra and then she became like a junior screenwriter or something like that. And she worked most, she worked in Hollywood for a little while. Junior, uh, junior yeah. screenwriter. I'm just picturing her like wearing like a, a beanie yeah. and with a giant lollipop. Just, <laughs> Let me write the movies. <laughs> I'm from Russia. <laughs> I'm from Russia. Yeah. That's what she, <laughs> that's a Russian accent. <laughs> yeah. She's sounding like, um, so yeah, so she, um, uh, from there she kind of tried to write like movies uh, she was interested in fiction, so she wrote uh, a couple novels that weren't particularly well received. And then she wrote *The Fountainhead*, and *The Fountainhead* was like the first book that, uh, like, got her recognition and a lot of praise and a lot of fans. Yes. Uh, and then her magnum opus was, uh, uh, what's it called? At- *Atlas Shrugged*. Yes. And *Atlas Shrugged*, I'll say. Yeah, *Atlas Shrugged* is um, just this turgid, like, boring piece of shit novel yeah. that uh, a lot of people love um, a lot of people when yeah. i worked at barnes god and, knows why when i worked at barnes and noble i'd see it all the time that's probably why i, I was interested i in mean it. it's a huge bestseller yeah it's like it, it's it's a, it's a tremendous bestseller um tremendous again i cannot explain to you why i have it's mystifying um but anyway it has a <laughs> it has a 70 page monologue in it from the main character John Galt. John who is John Galt? I yeah. know I know that. Yeah, that's what dickless assholes like, you know, have on placards <laughs> yeah. at the tea party. Um, yeah. I see bumper uh, stickers. Yeah, yeah, I'm like I don't know who he is. Well, if you I see can't who, help you, if friend. you see a bump that's actually great. If you see a bumper sticker that says who is John Galt, you know that whoever's in that car is not anyone you ever want to have a conversation with ever. That okay. All right, so now you know that. There's you learned something. I I learned something already. Yeah. Within the first like 11 minutes, mm-hmm. I should um May I make bumper stickers that say, who is Pat Dean? <laughs> yeah, I really wish you would. And then but. people will be like, I don't know who. And they'll be like, it's just some guy I know <laughs> um, <laughs> who made me feel guilty. I'll pay, I'll pay to, to have the. Let's have do it. Made. Let's yeah, make, let's make 
who is Pat Dean bumper stickers? Who is Pat Dean bumper stickers? All right, that's the first piece of merch that we're going to sell. Yeah. I'll be way too embarrassed to put it on my own car, but I'll put it on your car. <laughs> All <laughs> can you, over my car. Can you car. imagine if I if, if you saw somebody and like they had a, they had like a a bumper sticker and said like who is you know John Jones and yeah. like they get out of the car and you're like who's John Jones like oh that, that's me. You'd be like, oh, yeah. fuck this guy. Well, it's even worse if it's me. If it's like, yeah, people are like, saying. hey, who is Pat Dean? I'll be like, he's my friend. But if it was me with it, they'll be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's you? Yeah. yeah. Why? I just thought it was funny. I don't know. I don't know. Why do anything? I a lot of money with this. Yeah, oh, so much money. <laughs> so she's got this book, and this is her. This is the thing that she's known for, right? And this is where she kind of lays out her philosophy, kind of? Yeah, yeah, right. So that so this uh, 70-page monologue... 70 pages. That's crazy. A monologue with 70 pages. Is it one paragraph? Because that'd be hilarious. I don't know. I haven't read any of her work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to mention that. But too. you're the teacher! So the disclaimer is I haven't uh, read any of her work. The disclaimer um, for this topic is Ben knows nothing about the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I learned nothing about Ayn Rand. No, I I mean, I, I looked her up on Wikipedia to make sure that I have like her bio facts straight. Mm-hmm. I read uh, entries of her uh, of her philosophy on like a bunch of different blogs and I read criticism of her but I've never read any of her actual philosophy itself okay there's a good reason for that uh, which I'll get to you don't know how to read in a minute and you're yes, ashamed I'm illiterate I've never read a word in my life those Ben's squiggly been, lines scare me Ben's just been guessing this whole yeah. time terrified just always sweating yeah, buckets <laughs> but I'm sitting on a bucket that's just filling with sweat as yeah. I talk um no. Splendorous sweat. Splendorous sweat. This is sweat yeah. of splendor. <laughs> Tears of splendor. Tears of what splendor. a jerk. Um. Anyway, yeah. So she, you know, wrote this fucking, fucking book, and um, after she published Atlas Shrugged, uh, and basically like outlined her philosophy, which is called objectivism, um, she f- decided to focus from then on on nonfiction and just just spreading her philosophy. Um, so this was, I guess, 1957, which is the year that Atlas Shrugged was published onwards. Um, Did she come so. to this country like knowing English and everything? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. If, I, I think she did know English. She, okay. she, she studied a lot of languages in, in college. She went to the, um, what was it? I think Petrograd State University or something okay. like that. Uh, one interesting thing was, <laughs> so she talks a lot of shit about communism. In her philosophy. Yeah. Because uh, she, uh, you know, the Bolsheviks kind of treated her family like shit. But uh, the Bolsheviks also, um, uh, when they took over the country and uh, and therefore the university system in Russia, they opened up the universities to women. Before before the Bolsheviks, women weren't allowed to go to university. No. Oh. Um, so she got to go to college because of the Bolsheviks. Huh. And there she studied all these languages. Uh, and then she moved to the United States so she could talk shit about the people who educated her. Weird. Um, yeah. Huh. So, um, yeah, so she's an enormous hypocrite. Um, well, now I kind of like uh, Ayn Rand now. <laughs> I keep going back and forth with this. Where Why do you like her now? Because, because she, the Tears of Splendor I thought was really annoying, but now like I kind of like that she did that. That's kind of cool. What? Uh, oh, you're going to educate me? Well, guess what? I'm going to use that against you. Yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. I'll take, I'll, I'll t- <laughs> I'll take that, bitch. Um, she's just like, hey, Bolsheviks bitch yeah <laughs> and they're like what the hell uh so she's so she kind of started off in fiction and then moved on to non-fiction yeah objectivism right and so here's the thing here's the thing she's a a bad novelist at best um <laughs> and the thing is why i didn't really read any of her work is because she's a woman 
Yeah. And you refuse. Basically. And like, you know, it's interesting. Her, I mean, she's not the, just de facto. Her brain's not as developed. So <laughs> like you have to kind of take everything she says with a grain of salt because, you know, she's got the whole vagina there. You know, <laughs> it's interesting. I got to point out that so far every single philosopher that we've talked about has been a dude straight white male do you and think i haven't been thinking about and that you've been and loving you decided it. to pick the one fucking example mm-hmm. it's like the worst fucking example oh of a, wow of a woman interesting philosopher. there's so many better philosophers who are women well you know and you probably hate all of them. about simone de beauvoir yeah and you'd be of, saying all kinds of mean hateful okay. things about her oh i'm ben oh i this is slander oh is it slander or do you just hate women <laughs> Why do you hate women? I don't. What do they ever do to you? Yeah, you. I don't want to talk about you that. Your DS before, you know, <laughs> we're not all bad. Um, <laughs> Sometimes they'll DS you. <laughs> That's doubling over in laughter right now. <laughs> Because oh, dude! Sometimes, oh, sometimes you really just yuck it up, yuck it up. <laughs> I'm just laughing at the fact that you know it's 2017 and you s- or still have these misogynistic views, but whatever. Uh-huh. So this lady, this oh, this lady, yeah, this woman. Oh, she's a whole lot of woman too. She's a whole lot of woman. This Ayn Rand. Yeah. Um. So she. Uh, okay. So objectivism. Let's talk about her yes. philosophy. Um. Now, basically, in a nutshell, her her philosophy is this. Uh, she starts from the premise of uh, the the ultimate value is uh, to live a, 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 a fulfilling life to uh, and to develop yourself in the best way possible. Uh, and the best way to do that, she says, is through um, rash- what she calls rational self interest is like the main like like starting point or okay. goal for her whole ethical system. What is that? So basically, it's it's. Uh, it's a form of uh, rational egoism, and it basically says that the that the um, the right action to take at any given time is is deci- is determined or decided by considering how it will uh, benefit or hurt oneself. Okay. So you start from you start from the self, and you say is is doing X or Y going to harm me or benefit me? Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to do everything that benefits you in any given moment. Um, and so she wrote an entire book called The Virtue of Selfishness. She's basically saying that like, the ultimate goal in, in ethics and in society is just a, a, a society where everyone kind of acts in their own self-interest. Okay. Um, she rejected altruism. Um, rejected it. Yeah. Re- like any, idea, any sort of uh, morality that, um, took, that takes uh, like compassion or... Uh, helping others or sacrificing oneself for a greater good, all that kind of thing. She just rejected it. This is real. What do you mean? Is what is, is what? So real? hold on. Are, are, is this your is this your takeaway from it? No, this is explicitly, this is just explicitly exactly explicitly, what okay. she says. All right. Yeah, that's weird. She says she says that exactly. She it's says fucking wild. Yeah, she says like selfishness should be considered a virtue. Um, you know, she she doesn't say so, to be absolutely fair. She never says like you know you should fucking spit on homeless people while you're walking by them or whatever. Um, you're not supposed she, to do that. She never said don't do that. Well, I got a lot of people to apologize to. But she never. She, but she never said do go and do that. Right. Um, she never says anything like uh, you're not allowed to ever help anybody else. Um, if you want to, you can. I guess. If you Is want to, saying? you can. But rationally. Uh, you should only help other people if it benefits you you in the long run. Huh. Um, 
which in a way kind of makes sense, but it also is just a very limited and myopic view of, of the world and how human beings are and uh, society as a whole. Hmm. It's basically her whole philosophy of objectivism is just the philosophy of, of, of petulant toddlers who Do you- <laughs> don't know how to share, never learned how to share, just want, you know, me, 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 all that shit. Um, that's interesting because it mm-hmm. seems like this philosophy from, from that first thing you were talking about, mm-hmm. it seems like it's heard. I don't know. Just trying to say like, like this is what humans are at our core, selfish people and admitting to that and, you know, taking ownership of it. I mean, she is sort of saying that she is saying that human beings are, are essentially, um, selfish and that there's a reason for that. Um, and that's what a lot of, so she, her, the reason why she's so famous and why she's so, uh, influential in certain circles, especially now with people like Paul Ryan or the tea party or the libertarian movement, um, is because this ethical system of rational self-interest, uh, leads to the wider scope of like, well, how, how should society be structured? So she says as a consequence of her ethics that, uh, that the only acceptable like socioeconomic system is laissez-faire capitalism. Okay. And do you know what laissez-faire means? Uh, yeah. What does it mean? Uh, less fair, bro. <laughs> well, that's fucking crazy weird because <laughs> that that's essentially what happens no. with laissez-faire. It's just what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, it ends up making things less fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, she would not agree with that. Um, but that's what I think. And, um, so laissez-faire is French for uh, like let it alone or leave it alone. Okay. Um, so so laissez-faire capitalism is basically the theory that uh, it's a, it's a system of capitalism, capitalist interaction economically, where with very very little to no government interaction or uh, intervention. Okay. All right. So that means that the government should not be in, in, intervening uh, in any way uh, other than to um, prevent violence between between people mm-hmm. and to uh, enforce contracts. Um, yeah, but like, what if you really want to commit violence against somebody? Who are they to step in and, and tell me, who is the government, them to step in? So I'm trying to commit violence over here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the one. That's my right. That's the, like, the one, like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, caveat. Caveat, I guess, that she, not, not caveat exactly, but that's the one limit that she places. Hmm. Um, you know, she says that uh, she actually kind of believed that. So she was like against the Vietnam War uh, because she was. Uh, there's, what's the phrase that she used exactly? It fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> she, hey, I got a message for you. It fucking sucks. Yeah. Hi, Ayn Rand here. Uh, don't go to Vietnam. <laughs> Hi, guys. That's my Ayn Rand sound, impression. She didn't sound like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> she sounded super Russian. She never got rid of her accent. I had no idea she was Russian. Yeah. What did you think she was? I thought she was like Polish or some shit. Oh, but that's practically the same thing. Well, I mean, it's somewhat similar. Um, I, guess, yeah, I don't know. Is Polish it? Polish people would be so mad if they heard I don't think it that. is. I think, uh, yeah, no, I think we're wrong. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. And I just went, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, I didn't even go, well, no, it's a different immediately, country and immediately language. Immediately gave me that it's one. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um no, Polish people would be so angry if they heard me say that. That's yeah. like me calling an Irish person British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, my grandparents would be furious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they weren't dead people, they'd yeah. be really upset with you. Aren't all Irish people dead people? 
On the inside, yeah. <laughs> they're uh, they're haunted. They are. Every Irish person is like half ghost. <laughs> Like meeting people from Ireland, they're just they're yeah. just weird. It's like it's like they're from a different time. All them, everyone in Ireland is just born with post traumatic stress disorder. Dude, it's it's like it's like they're it's like they're not even from modern times. It's like you just look at them. You know, they, I always expect them to have little like you know penny whistles at their side. Penny whistles, yeah, and like, and like the, oh, is that the whistles? Yeah, and just is that like what the Titanic song sounds? Yeah, like? Yeah, dude, is that 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 whistle? Okay, yeah, it's like it's like any time a person or is that just a flute? It's probably just a flute. It's like sometimes Irish people come into the bar that I work at, mm-hmm. and I, I met some the other day actually. And they want to fight. <laughs> I want to fight you. <laughs> they just come into bars and fight. Yeah, they, they call me a lace curtain Irishman, and I'm like, guys, come on, yeah. like <laughs> from Virginia, leave me alone. That's pretty lace curtain though, a little bit. But it's like they come. In, it's like anytime somebody with an Irish accent, it's like they ask you. They're like, oh, is there Wi-Fi here? It's like how do you, It's like how do you know about that? You're from oh, yeah. Ireland. That is weird that you that. They like, just that is weird. I never thought it, about it that. It seems but. they're they're anachronistic. Yeah, they're anachronistic they race. The Irish. I'm always like impressed when I see them drive a car. It's I'm crazy. Like, good for you, man. I'm glad that you fucking finally. Yeah, I own that. And then I'm, I'm like, what, the, what are you talking about? They're yeah, it's cars. like who breathed into your breathalyzer? You're fucking drunk. <laughs> um, once you learn to deal with your emotions like the rest of us, you fucking pale bog jumpers. <laughs> bog jumpers. Yeah, that's a racial slur for Irish people. Did you know that? No, wait. Who says that? Well, I don't know. I found it on the ra- <laughs> I found it on the racial slur database online <laughs> for St. Pat. Is this what you're doing instead of studying the things that I've taught you? Yeah, looking up racial slurs. <laughs> no, uh, I'm I'm looking up. Uh, it was for St. Patrick's Day a couple years ago. It's like because I don't know. I well, I know. Bog a couple. jumper is really funny. Bog jumper. I just want to look up slurs for for the Irish for yeah. some reason. Bog jumper. How great is that? That's pretty good. Oh, you bog jumping son of a bitch! Get over here. <laughs> Just some guy, just some guy bounding yeah. <laughs> over like, a bog. I just, I just think of it as like, uh, like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Just like jumping over one of those things. Yeah, um, they're a whore. What, look, we're getting off track here. <laughs> oh yeah, we just started talking about my hatred for uh, Irish people. Yeah. What, what what were you talking about? Ayn Rand. No, I know. But where were we? <laughs> you were. Um, uh, we were talking oh, about the fact capitalism. that yeah, yeah, the whole shit is about selfishness. Right, so and leaving the good capital, out of it. capitalism. Um, yeah, okay. So she want she was against uh, the the initiation of violence. Um, so so that means that led her to have sort of these weird um, uh, what's it called Posi- political positions that like. So at first, like she was. Like oh, she was loved. Like war by, is bad. Well, then yeah. you so fucking she was fascist. Loved, she was loved by like the right and Republicans. Uh, and then when the Vietnam War started, she was like, "Well, this is bullshit. You can't. We can't go to war. Yeah. We can't go. We can't do the Vietnam War." And then that's when you turned on her. No, um, fucking chicken hawk. No, I was actually kind of surprised that I that I, I saw that. She, she had. This is why she's so influential with libertarians in mm-hmm. in, in particular. Oh yeah, because. Um, their their philosophies are actually kind of aligned, even though that, <laughs> even though later on Ayn Rand herself uh, talked like mad shit against uh, libertarians. Really? Yeah, I don't know why exactly. Kind of uh, odd. I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't get into that, but she talked shit. But she also talked shit about everybody. Um, <laughs> Weird. Because uh, I don't know why she was. She was a very very like. Well, she was a bitch, basically. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> she was just yeah. kind of a bitch. Um, yeah, like she, uh, she cheated on her husband so goddamn much. 
Um, so, so <laughs> cut the fuck out of him. She cut the fuck out of this yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Before this cucking really, was... This is really funny. Was in vogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she was the original cucker. Yeah, she's a mother cucker. Yeah, she made all kinds of cucks. <clears throat> Um, uh, she yeah, that's she created cocks. She created. She didn't create all all cockers. No, but like if you if if you were just some dude mm-hmm. and you've never cocked somebody, and then you banged Ayn Rand, let's say in this case, yeah. she created you as a cuck. Well, you no, a cuck you wouldn't then. be the cuck if you fucked Ayn Rand. Oh, that's right, the husband. The her husband is the cuck. Yeah, but then she'd have affairs with these other dudes. Hell yeah, and then she'd like. Well, I know this doesn't really make sense, but she she kind of like cheated on them. Like so, she would have this like affair with this with one dude okay. while she was married to this other dude, and then she'd fuck like a third dude. Man, I think Ayn Rand kind of rules. The, and then therefore, cuck. The this is like cuck squared. With. Yeah, she's dude, she, she kicks ass. <laughs> I don't know why you hate this lady. She hates the Vietnam War and loves fucking dudes, man. This rules. Seems like a cool lady. She seems kind of cool. You are learning nothing. <laughs> well, no, I'm learning that you hate women and that Ayn Rand. Kind of kicks ass, bro. So, I mean, on a on a like a, like a heroic level, I guess she's kind of funny. Like, I guess she's kind of like she, she did she did whatever the fuck she wanted. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I respect that. It's just the content of her philosophy. I don't agree with at all. Um, What's your biggest? Okay, hold on. So, back so back to objectivism. Yeah. So, what are the other like beliefs of it beyond like? So is there not that much to it or is it just, well, so there's, so yes. So basically there isn't much to it because (laughs) she's funny because she's not a philosopher. I don't consider her a philosopher. Okay. Um, because she does not engage in the tradition of, of Western philosophy, uh, in a, in a very rigorous way. And her, her ideas and her writings are according to everybody that that I've read, uh, are are almost incoherent, really, and self contradictory in a lot of ways. Hmm. Um. So, like, what for one, she uh, she only believes that air, she, her only heir, or not heir, what do you call it? Her only influence that she ever admitted to is is Aristotle. She loved Aristotle and thought that he was like the best philosopher ever. Interesting. Um. She also was into Thomas Aquinas. Um, and, uh, and so she, <laughs> and she, so she was also just like on a personal level, just very, very like difficult, yeah. um, because she was just really, really, um, arrogant. Yeah. Uh, one of her, one of her quotes, which I read it and I thought it was fucking hilarious. She goes, <laughs> my, philo- like my only, <laughs> my only philosophical influences are the three A's, what the Aristotle, hell? Aquinas and Ayn Rand. <laughs> What the hell? Herself, yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> I know. So that's she's kind of a weirdo. She's she's a weird. She's batshit. She's so bananas. Um, and she. Uh, so now I'm starting to kind of like her a little <laughs> bit, right? Like just it. again. So pers- here's yeah. what I want to make super important, though. She's you hate women. I can't stand women. You know what they say, Ben? Well-behaved women rarely make history. Yeah, but they do make my dinner. All right. So, <laughs> you so know, no. people people say that, but you know who was who seemed like she was pretty well-behaved? Who? A little old lady named Betsy Ross. She invented the American flag. Give it up for the American flag. Stars folks. and bars, baby. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No. She um, invented that one too. All right. So, she um 
What you want to make really clear is that she's not a philosopher. She's a fiction writer. She's a personality. I would even go so far as to say, I would go so far as to say begrudgingly that she was a, an important public intellectual, <clears throat> but she didn't engage with the philosophical tradition in a way that, that I would doubt would qualify her as a philosopher. And the philosophical tradition is what? Basically, it's, it's since at least, uh, since at least Kant and going forward, um, oh, yeah. there's been this, this tradition of, uh, laying out your arguments, uh, in a coherent way, making sure that your arguments are A, coherent, uh, B, that you um, can rationally uh, and use argumentation to uh, support your own philosophy or your own argument, uh, respond to criticisms of your philosophy from uh -huh. others uh, in, a, you know, in a fair and going, coming from a place of understanding of what the other person's position is. So that's the main thing, is, is when you set up a philosophy and you say, this is the things that I believe, I believe these things for these reasons, X, Y, Z, whatever, um, and then someone else says, oh, I see a problem with your whole theory, I don't think it's true because here you say this, and here are reasons why that's not true, and therefore why it affects the rest of your philosophy. Um, and uh, there's a dialogue that kind of comes from that, where people go back and forth kind of arguing these very fine points, okay? Ayn Rand just didn't do that. Hmm. She made all these sweeping claims in her philosophy of how these philosophers believe this, and they're wrong because that's a shitty way to believe. I believe this because this is the most heroic way to live and, and all that stuff. Heroic. Heroic. She used the word heroic a lot. Um, so she's not using philosophical argumentation in a satisfactory way. So she's just being um, like really Russian. Basically, <laughs> yeah, you gotta live heroic. She's saying these like these like very, like mighty bear. Yeah, and so and so it's it it's this very so she inspires these very sw sweeping ideas and hmm. lofty ideas that for a lot of like uh, popular f uh, uh, people or what's the word like like non specialists, not people who are not really familiar with like the little rules of, of philosophical argument. The Pat Deans. The Pat Deans. They, they hear these sort of, you know, uh, very general and lofty and heroic claims, and they go, oh, I like this. This is a pretty cool philosophy. Hmm. Um, but when it comes to the nitty-gritty of, like, you know, uh, criticizing, like, this position that she has or that position that she has, um, she won't address those, those criticisms directly and say, oh, I see what you mean by this, but you may have misinterpreted me. Here's what I meant, and therefore that's why your, your response is wrong. She wouldn't do that. Instead, she would say, he, like, this, is, this person is a, is a leech in society. He's a bad person. Like, he, she would use ad hominem arguments on her critics. Well, what's wrong with that, you fucking idiot? It's a logical fallacy. <laughs> um, you did, did you know that the guy, the artist who co-created Spider-Man, Steve Ditko, yep. he like pretty much stopped writing. He stopped making mainstream comics uh -huh. and just became super into objectivism. Yeah, so that's super the into it. That's the other thing is that objectivism is almost a cult at this point. Um, it kind of seems that way. Yeah, because so they don't really allow uh, um, they don't really allow like rational criticism of their ideas. If anyone like who within objectivism, like if someone who says like, "Oh, I'm an objectivist," but there's this one point that I kind of want to address. I don't really totally agree with that. Okay. Uh, uh, 
you know, I don't, I, I think that this one part of our theory is it doesn't really work. Maybe we should uh, look into it and revise it. And most, and then as soon as someone does that, the other objectivists go, okay, you're out of the club. You're gone. Whoa. Boom. Which is very, very weird and similar to what another group of people did called the Bolsheviks. The both again, these yeah. guys, mm-hmm. we can't escape these guys. Yeah. So, so that's why I don't really consider her a philosopher. I don't really think that she has ever engaged with the philosophical tradition. Mm. And it's clear from her writings, according to the people, to the people who have read it, because I haven't, um, it's clear that she hasn't, she hasn't really read the, the philosophers that she's against. One, and one big example that I want to talk about real quick is her, her theory of knowledge. She's developed, she developed this theory of knowledge. The, uh, remember when we talked during our Kant episode? Yes. We talked about epistemology. Yep. Epistemology is the study of how we know things. Oh, I thought it was like a perfume. Yeah. In the, in the <laughs> no, it's not, not a perfume. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Um, I don't know. I'm HIV positive. Um, the <laughs> her epistemology is basically she says, uh, okay, first of all, you should understand that she hated Kant. Right. And, oh, really? Yeah. She hated Kant. How you hate that guy? Yeah. Exactly. He's just a little dude from Germany. He never got laid. Oh, yeah. He's a poor little virgin waddling around town. Like yeah. he seems like a nice guy. This is yeah. He was funny. I I looked up Kant today. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I, I don't know why. I just looked him up. And he didn't look like the paintings of him didn't look anything the way I was picturing him. What did you think he was going to look like? I was picturing him as um, th- that fucking eunuch on Game of Thrones, that bald guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Varys? Yeah, the Keeper of Whispers or whatever. <laughs> they thought that Kant looked like Varys? And I was picturing him speaking like him, too. Even That's though he was German. That's fucking funny, dude. I've always pictured him as that. That's really fucking always. funny. Always. Um. Yeah, no, nah, he was just, he just had, like, he looked like a, like a little mini Thomas Jefferson. Large forehead. Or, yeah, big ass forehead. He had yeah. that powdered wig that, that was in style back then. Didn't look anyway. like theirs at all. So, if you remember Kant, when we talked about Kant, he, he, uh, he kind of had this, this, uh, belief in, oh, okay, what, the one problem that she had with Kant is that, uh, <laughs> he didn't look like Varys. No, he didn't look like Varys. She's <laughs> like, what the fuck? I've been watching for seven seasons and I thought Kant looked like this guy. No, um, uh, what what she didn't like about Kant was because Kant's whole ethics, his ethics are is the belief that um, you remember the categorical imperative, yes, which is that you have to do, uh, you have the duty to do whatever uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Whatever, yeah, whatever should uh, Spider Man, whatever should <laughs> at any given moment, uh, you should do the thing that uh, you would do in all, in all cases, okay, um, or for all people. And uh, he pl- he made it as a duty. Basically, it was like this this uh, outside transcendent thing that we should all do, regardless of the consequences. Um, and she hated that kind of ethics because she thought that that was mysticism, because the justification for it was was something that like you know you couldn't view or see hmm. or, or have like direct access to. Yeah. Anyway, her th- whole theory of knowledge was uh, you. <laughs> um, you get like input from sensory experience from sensory perception and then your mind takes that raw input of that come through the senses and organizes it according to uh different concepts and categories that are already sort of in place in your brain okay yes and that's how you form knowledge so meanwhile the whole time that she is talking shit about kant she develops this other form of like how you know how you form knowledge 
and I don't know if you remember this, but that whole theory that that process of making knowledge that I just explained from from Rand. Yeah, that's the exact same thing that Kant came up with. Son of a bitch. It's the exact same philosophy. So he stole from her. No, she stole from him. Well, because he predates. Please tell me you understand this. <laughs> yeah, it's he, a matter of perspective. He, he predates her by two hundred years. I, I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, what is time anyway? You know. Oh, uh, you want to get into that? That's another episode. Uh, well, maybe actually, I don't know. <laughs> I think That's that would too big. That one's too big. That would make me start crying. Time. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so your whole so. Your, your closing thoughts, to summarize, Ayn Rand, it's no bueno, it's K malo. I think Same that way? her philosophy is garbage. Yes. Um, I think that her philosophy is, uh, objectivism is the philosophy of petulant toddlers who have never learned how to share. Um, I think that most of the people who are really into Ayn Rand, who are really into objectivism, and who are really into... That, that whole philosophy that supports laissez-faire capitalism are some of the most reprehensible human beings on the face of the planet. Interesting. But I think in this course, uh, you've sort of convinced me that she's kind of, that she's kind of rad. Because a little bit. On a bit, personal level. Like, a little like bit. She's just kind of weird. Like, I definitely she's wanna, a weirdo. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to like, I wouldn't want her to be a regular if I was working at a diner. I would not want to wait tables with her. Oh, she wouldn't tip. No, I'm saying I, like, and she'd probably oh. talk to you about all kinds of weird stuff. You're just sitting there like, oh, great. Oh, what's wrong? Fucking Ayn Rand's here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, she was just super intense and like, uh, We don't have any borscht. We told you. She was kind of a babe like, in, you know, in the 1920s. Though. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw, I, I liked a, 20s a couple. 20s babe? A couple pictures of her. Yeah, she's kind of cute. Okay. But like. Well, that makes up for it. Yeah, so, you know, she's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So down with Ayn Rand, friends, because yeah. apparently um, it's bad. Hold on. So I want to understand. Do you understand you know, the reason why I don't like her philosophy and also why she's not really considered a philosopher? Yes. Can you, like, can you give me a little bit more so I know that you've learned something? Yes, I can. Because, okay, because <laughs> she didn't follow any of the goddamn rules that all those other yeah. cucks did. And that's a good way to put it. Yeah, she didn't follow the goddamn didn't follow rules. Follow the rules, yeah. and she could she could dish it out, but she couldn't take it, mm-hmm. which which is a, which is my least favorite quality in a human being. Yeah, and um, also uh, her philosophy was bad because it was just about being selfish, and it doesn't make sense in a society to be that way. If you're living in the woods by yourself, you could probably yeah, eat. like it's a good philosophy if you're living in the woods by yourself. Yeah, so maybe we should just move to the woods. We could do that. You could learn to get that's rid of all your massage Wi-Fi there. There is no Wi-Fi there. Yeah, and I'm not going to get rid of my massage in the woods. Are you kidding? If you anything, go, that's going to make me more massage. I, I wonder why. I don't like that. Like we think you getting in touch with nature means you just become more hateful. <laughs> no, me? it's like my natural state. You know. Oh yeah. So that's another thing is the the natural state idea. Like oh, we should go back to our natural state. It's like no, we should not. No, we shouldn't. We never should. Yeah, that's bad. They, the cavemen. They're they're creeps. bad people. Yeah. yeah, they beat people with fucking mouths. Mm. Uh, well, uh, Ben, this has been another enlightening episode of I Learned Nothing. Uh, we have uh, some stuff to promote. We have a, a Twitter. We have a an couple Instagram. Things. Yeah, so I've been setting up uh, our presence on social media. And um, so, yeah, so you can check us out on our Facebook page. It's uh, I Learned Nothing. Uh, we're on Twitter uh, at I Learned Nothing. Yes. Um, on Instagram at I Learned Nothing Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, we have a website. 
We have a website. You then. can go to ilearnednothing.com and you can find uh, old episodes. You can find uh, our bios. Um, our bios. Find, yeah, we made our bios. <laughs> hey, do you want to read our bios? Yeah. <laughs> hey, go to our website. There's bios There's on there. There's bios on it. Um, also, I'm thinking of adding a bibliography to it so people can like look at like. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, you know, the books that would. Help them. Help them Help for them each learn. episode or whatever. So, hell yeah. And so, you should follow <clears throat> us on there. And then your your personal Twitter is my, at Gristleporn. My personal Twitter is at Gristleporn. That's G-R-I-S-T-L-E-P-O-R-N. So, just Gristleporn. Just Gristleporn. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, at Pat Bean. And, uh, but should you? <laughs> you know, that's well, a, that's another episode. philosophical. Yeah. Should you follow me on Twitter? Should you follow at Pat Dean? Uh, thanks for checking it out. Oh, also, if you like the podcast, you should go um, yes. to iTunes and write a review. A write five a star review. review. Write a five star review, uh, and then write a couple words of yeah. like how much uh, how much you just learned say, and how amazing funny. we are. Yeah, and that we're amazing, and that uh, and that Ben is filled with hate. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, no girls allowed. No I mean, girls I learned allowed. nothing. I mean, yes. <laughs> God bless you. God bless. But seriously, no, no girls. <laughs> International.